soul. Creatures and noble image risk the adventure. Consider your law and your nature, which must always love and love the best good of love. Ever keep on to the end in love. Oh, soul, creatures and noble image risk the adventure. Consider your law and your nature, which must always be love. And love the best good of love. Ever keep on to the end in love. In love. In the beginning, love satisfies us. When love first spoke to me of love, how I laughed at her in return. But then she made me like the hazel tree, which blossom early in the season of darkness and bear fruit slowly. In the beginning, love satisfies us. When love first spoke to me of love, how I laughed at her in return. But then she made me like the hazel trees, which blossom early in the season of darkness and bear fruit slowly, slowly. Anyone who has waded through love's turbulent waters now feeling hungry and now satiety is untouched by the season of withering or blooming. For in the deepest and most dangerous waters, on the highest peaks, love is always the same. Love is always always the same. Anyone who has waded through love's turbulent waters, now feeling hunger and now satiety, is untouched by the season of withering or blooming. For in the deepest and most dangerous waters, on the highest peaks, love is always the same. The madness of love is a blessed fate. The madness of love is a blessed fate. And if we understood this, we would seek no other. The madness of love is a blessed fate, and if we understood this, we would seek no other. It brings into unity what was divided, and this is the truth. Bitterness, it makes sweet. 
It makes the stranger a neighbor. And what was lowly, it raises on high. The madness of love is a blessed fate. And if we understood this, we would seek no other. It brings into unity what was divided. And this is the truth. Bitterness, it makes sweet. It makes the stranger a neighbor. And what was lowly, she raises on high. Welcome, dear ones, to Voices of the Divine Feminine, brought to you by the Divine Feminine Network.com. I'm Julian Dubrow. I'm your guide in this celebration of women's wisdom, the women who have come before us, as well as modern day voices that celebrate the divine feminine principles of wisdom, strength, compassion, and the balance that is inherent within all of us. So today, it's my pleasure to share the passionate voice, and I'm, I'm hoping the spirit of our divine feminine voice is going to forgive me uh, for how I'm going to pronounce her name, but I've heard her name pronounced Hedwig of Antwerp, and um, I'm hoping that you can feel and experience in the poetry I just shared how she has such a passionate divine feminine voice. And that passion is really the way, uh, love is the way she has made connection and experienced and expresses uh, the divine, the divine feminine. Hedwig was a Flemish Beguine from the 13th century. And um, the Beguines uh, are just an incredible group of people that came together, mostly women, um, in the 13th century, who wanted to find and experience the divine um, directly. So uh, they were a religious order, and they were committed to community and um, to service, and service from love and compassion, you know, clearly, deeply uh, divine feminine principles. She was a vessel of divine love, a beacon of feminine spirituality, and a masterful weaver of words that danced between the earthly and the celestial, which you can hear uh, again and again in her poetry. As we stepped into her world, I feel like um, she opened the door for us to embrace the essence of the Beguine beliefs, a path that transcended societal norms and re religious boxes to cultivate a profound, profound connection, you know, a personal connection with the divine. In the heart of medieval Europe, Hedwig chose a path of devotion, a sacred sisterhood, um, and that's what the Beguines were, this beautiful sacred sisterhood. And they were women who, like her, sought to experience the divine in the most intimate and personal way. For Hedwig, this path was not confined to the cloistered walls of a, of a convent, which was true for so many women um, in that time. Uh, Christianity offered really this only this one way 
to connect uh, with God or the divine. But Hedwig uh, stepped away from all of that, and she turned towards a more divine feminine uh, point of view, philosophy, and experience. And she blossomed within the, the vibrant tapestry of life itself. And she counsels us over and over to find the divine in life itself, right here, right now, today, with me and with you. Her poetry, often described as passionate and ecstatic, beckons us to explore the depths of our own souls, of our own true essence. It invites us to embrace the divine longing, the passion, to allow ourselves to yearn for a union with the beloved. a union that will transcend the boundaries of this mortal realm. Hedwig's verses are like whispers from the divine feminine herself. That's how I I feel about them when I'm I'm reading them. And as you you see, I I read them, but I speak them out loud, and I often set my poetry uh, or other people's poetry to music uh, to experience, to draw on that divine feminine essence and experience within myself. And I invite you to do the same, to, um, I'm going to do another rendition of her work. And I am going to speak slowly so that if you want to join in after I uh, share a passage, if you want to repeat that passage uh, and, and perhaps even move to the music, or better yet, let the words and let the music move you. As we delve into her poetry, we're going to embark on a quest to unravel the mysteries of the heart, to commune with the essence of the divine feminine that resides within all of us. Let her words envelop you like a warm embrace from the sacred feminine, and may her wisdom guide you on this enchanting voyage through the realms of love and longing and spiritual illumination and union with yourself, union with love. I do not complain of suffering for love. It is right that I should always obey her. For I can know her only as she is in herself. Whether she commands in storm or in stillness. This is a marvel beyond my understanding, which fills my whole heart and makes me stray in a wild desert. This is a marvel beyond my understanding, which fills my whole heart 
and makes me stray in a wild desert. I do not complain of suffering for love. It is right that I should always obey her. For I can know her only as she is in herself, whether she commands in storm or in stillness. This is a marvel beyond my understanding, which fills my whole heart and makes me stray in a wild desert. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Voices of the Divine Feminine here on the DivineFeminineNetwork.com. I'm Julian Dubrow, and it's my joy to share this sacred space and time with you. If you found inspiration in today's offering and would like more, I encourage you to sign up for our newsletter. It's a treasure trove of events from all over the world, and you'll be able to join my free online gathering where we dive into your own divine feminine voice. Signing up is easy. Just visit our website at divinefeminineNetwork.com and you'll find all the details there. Whether it's through our newsletter or our free events, we look forward to continuing this journey with you. Remember... You are a vital part of the Divine Feminine, and your voice matters. Keep shining your light, and until next time, may you walk in the eternal beauty of who you are. Blessed be.